let me talk about the word translation. Because a lot of people have said, you know, you're doing this whole new thing. Why don't you call them adaptations? Why translate? Like, like that word is, is a little bit of a triggering word. And here's the reason I don't like the word adaptation. It means almost nothing. I mean, an adaptation can be anywhere from cutting a few scenes or cutting a few lines even, all the way to West Side Story. And so when you say adaptation, it, it doesn't really give any direction to, to the person you're asking to do, to do this task. Translation, on the other hand... If you buy a translation, a book especially, you expect it to be a line-by-line -line engagement with the original. You don't expect them to cut scenes. You don't expect them to change, eliminate people, you know, translate, adjust it to a different time frame. You expect a very line-by-line -line engagement with the original text. And the other reason I love translation so much as a concept is because every time we wrestled with complicated things, people would say, well, but Shakespeare's in verse. How could you translate verse? And say, well, I don't know. I'm not a translator, but people translate Moliere all the time. Yeah, no. Or they would say, well, but how do you deal with old cultural references or humor? Like, how could you translate? Shakespeare's full of those. Like, uh-huh. So were the ancient Greek plays. Like, there is a profession of people called translators whose job it is to do this. And I wanted to engage that style of thinking, that skill set, that, that whole body of experience and knowledge, engage that in working with Shakespeare. And so I feel like that word translation is really, really important. Then after you do a translation, you may do the usual adaptation. It's too long. I'm going to cut it. I like it better with these scenes in this order or that order. The director's free to do that. Of course they can. Um, but I really distinguish between translation and adaptation, with adaptation being a much looser, freer set of choices and, and translation being really quite a tight, again, line by line, respectful addressing of the exact meaning. So I like translation. That's a very eloquently stated position. And I, and I think that when people hear translation, you know, they think they think translating French to English. So like from one language to another. And I know that you feel that Shakespeare's English is a very different language than modern English. And that's an well, argument. Way closer than French. Certainly. Right. No question. Right. So then that, that, that is part of the challenge. Of, it's so tempting to just not touch it at all. But there, I mean, there are archaisms and, and things uh, like that, that just, you know, words that don't exist anymore. Um, or aren't used in the same way, with the same meaning. Yeah, yeah, words so, that you think you know what they right. mean, but they mean something completely different. Those are the scariest ones. Right, like wherefore. I mean, you know, everybody's, <laughs> right, that's that's the first thing that you teach students. It doesn't mean where, it means why. So uh, do you know what our translator did with that? What? She left it wherefore. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, it's, well, it, just, it's a commonly known thing at this point, but, you know. I and think, how do you get it to scan? Wherefore versus where? It's like where, dude? Are thou Romeo? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> right. Why, dude? Are thou Romeo? <laughs> right. 